1: to the pro media you're listening to the pro media network the next level in entertainment
2: It's time for the Sports Coma with Big Q and the Guys. Telling you everything you need to know about the Saints, Pelicans, and a whole lot more.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the Guys. And we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk. From your favorite sports family. Once again, I'm Big Q. And you're rocking with Sports Coma 308. That's right, episode 308. And this is the Saints versus the Rams. That's right, NFC Championship Game. 2018 2019 NFC Championship Game Preview. That's right, 308, baby so proud of my boys in the black and gold man we made it all the way up to this point still got some business to take care of and we're gonna take care of it man coming up on saturday afternoon in the superdome and you thought it was raucous in that game against the philadelphia eagles peoples you ain't heard nothing yet it's going down in a major capacity man these boys taking it to the super bowl man i'm telling y'all since the first practices. We started, we laced them up This is the fourth season of the Sports Coma, And man, we've been on quite the ride, haven't we, family? Well, in this episode, 308 We'll be bringing in the Saints news and notes We'll be talking about all the good stuff The additions the Saints added Uh, Guys went on IR this week A couple of additions we'll tell you about as well Uh, We'll also have other little news items Like the Mayor of Atlanta (laughs) Making comments Man, listen. A lady said what she said. We'll go over the story. It doesn't know, It's just, just like you know, a lot of people taking it too hard. Chill out, man. I mean, where's come on now? People just too uptight with this in here thing. The Atlanta mayor said what she said. Then our politicians down here, they came in with their own little brand of talking back and forth. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. We'll break the stories down dealing with that. We also have the injury report letting you know who will be playing for both teams. The sports coma question of the day, which I'll unleash you right now, might as well, is will the Saints have enough to stop Gurley and C.J. Anderson? You know what C.J. Anderson and Ty Gurley did to that Dallas defense. You know, uh, by halftime, they were up on them, running over them. Now, I only bring that to bear because, of course, we know about the sheldon rankins situation which he ended up going on ir we'll have that we'll break that down and tell you about an addition or two what the saints need to do in that capacity but the sports coma question of the day is will the saints have enough to stop Gurley and cj anderson without all pro defensive tackle sheldon rankins that's the question family do we have enough okay we have tyler davison there who also who looks like dc we have Uh, Taylor Stallworth there who won his job the Saints did release Mitchell Lowen I really didn't want to see that happen but they did but are those guys in the latest acquisition we'll tell you about that are they enough to deal with what we're going to see and probably the toughest matchup of the season because I think the Rams as a complete team are better than anything on the AFC side I mean the Chiefs and the Patriots in my opinion the Rams are a stiff opponent and they have a lot to play for in this one here. You know, so hey, do they do the defense have enough? Do we have enough to deal with Gurley and CJ Anderson? That's the sports coma question of the day and what a question. So feel free to chime in on that, family. Also, we'll read the replies from the previous question of the day, and we have a ton of interviews to hit you with in sports coma. Three hundred eight, which is Breeze, Demario Davis, Elvin Kamara, Marshawn Lattimore, and more—all that on the show. So, before we get into it, I'd like to thank everybody, our new and established Sports Coma family, for chiming in. Welcome aboard! Like I always said, the Sports Coma—serious Saints talk, no nonsense, no fluff. We are—we uh die hard. We die hard. Who that black and gold die hards to the? to either win, lose, or draw we here baby and uh, let's get right into the show it's going to be an interesting show man now I did a little research like I usually do dealing with some of these shows in the upcoming match. of course the Saints spanked this team early this year we know we know about that situation we know that we speak, We spanked the Rams earlier, I ain't going to say spanked the Rams we beat them, what was it 45 to 35, we beat them by 10 but what a game right what a game in that one, you know. And of course, the Rams still uh, kind of got to stick up their butt, mad about that shellacking we gave them in front of a sellout crowd in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And they had some of their best weapons that year, but they—they they, but uh, guys like Cooper Cup played, uh, Gerald Everett, their, their tight end was pretty good, but it just wasn't enough to get them done, to get them over the hump. And you, it's gonna take a lot for you to come in the New Orleans Superdome. And knock apart the New Orleans Saints to beat them down, but going into the playoff history, just to give the you know just to give a little brief history on the playoff history between the Saints and the Rams, where the Saints' first time they made the playoffs was back in 1987. Now, of course, this team been in existence from 19 since 1966. And they had a lot, a long time sucky history before they finally made the playoffs back in 1987 against the Minnesota Vikings and got cleaned up 44 to 10 in the dome. Right? I hate to bring up old ghosts from the past, but did you know that the Saints lost five playoff games between '87 and '92 before they ultimately got their first, their ultimately before they got their very first super, uh, playoff win. And that was all the way from 87 to 2000. Matter of fact, December 30th of 2000, when the Saints defeated, wait for it, the St. Louis Rams, 31 to 28. And that was the St. Louis Rams team led by Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, and the list goes on and on. Agnew was on that team as well. So a lot of really great players in this. It was one of those games that went back and forth and ultimately. It was one the Saints were able to seal the deal because the wide receiver fumbled the kickoff. Saints recovered and were able to lock up the game. They went on to the next uh, game the following week in a divisional round. Ultimately, lost to the Minnesota Vikings, thirty-four to sixteen. But nonetheless, the Saints won their very first playoff game of their of the franchise against the St. Louis Rams. Now, of course, fast forward today, fast forward to this date. And of course, like I told you, we beat this team. They beat us last year in Los Angeles. We beat this team uh, on November the 4th, 45 to 35. It was a very good game at the time. The Rams were 8-1, and one, Saints were 7-1. and one, And people was bilking this as, after the game was over with, we could see these teams in the NFC Championship. Boy, were they white, right? Because at the end of the day, I was saying that same thing, too, because the Rams defense, the Rams offense and the Saints offense and the way these two teams played were spectacular. When their minds are right, nobody could beat these two teams. And it's only fair that we get two of the best teams lining up in the NFC Championship game in the Superdome. Now, of course, I usually give my prediction in the preview games in the uh, preview game. But this is the reality that I'm faced with is the fact that as, like I said the previous week we went over the previous show the whole regular season teams are taught to win as many game as possible because when it comes down to it when it really comes down to it home field advantage in the playoffs is uber important look at last week's game all the home teams won it was a clean sweep of course the saint's kind of gave us a little drama before they ultimately able to turn it up and knock off the uh, Philadelphia Eagles for two times in a year, dethroning the defending Super Bowl champions, like I said before. The interesting aspect of this game, of course, the Rams looking for vengeance. They're coming back to the place that they have some semblance of. If you go back and watch that game, that game had a serious playoff atmosphere. This time around, expect no less. Expect no less, no less than that, because it's going to be ratcheted up on a whole on a whole another level. They, and don't be surprised this week, out of the two home teams playing, that the home teams prevail. Remember with the people down in the Superdome, the the lovely black and gold crowd, and I got to give them a round of applause for that. That round of applause is too. The wonderful, who that black and gold family, the diehards in the Superdome yelling their heads off and cheering and causing Philly to have a bunch of problems. Expect the Rams to experience the same stuff. You cannot you can't prepare for an environment like that. They had rock and roll music. They speaking of the Philadelphia Eagles had rock and roll music playing in in the matchup and loud music blasting loud rap playing i don't know they might have had air a jet airplane sounds playing while they trying to call signals guess what it didn't work because that environment is almost impossible to prepare for they had a little taste of it early on but this time around man how could you not go with the home team all season alone the saints been a team of destiny but enough with my ranting and raving about that let's get into some of the stories now of course Starting off with the Saints news and notes, a few things we want to talk about. Number one, one of the major, major pauses for concern is the fact that defensive tackle, all pro defensive tackle, Sheldon Rankins had an injury last week. He was shelved, placed on IR. He's done for the rest of the year. Very sad because Sheldon Rankins was the 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 wall in the middle, him and Tyler Davidson fall. he was the guy in the center that really made it work, and without him, we—it's a serious blow. So, some kind of way by committee, we're going to have to. There's no replacing Sheldon Rankins, so guys are going to have to step up. The Saints did a fantastic job of trying to bring a—you a, know—you you got you have Taylor Stallworth, you have Onyemata. Onyemata has been playing out of his mind. For the last couple of years this year, he, he's he been really good off the off the bench coming in and helping guys. Taylor Stallworth, who was an undrafted guy who made this team over guys that were on the team, has been doing an excellent job as well. High motor guy, very strong, not just a uh, a run stuff and D tackle but a penetrator as well. More balanced defensive tackle than anything. Things didn't just rest with those guys. They signed defensive tackle Teron Walker to not replace him but to come in and i don't know i know I, i'm i know the Saints are very confident in what oh and taylor stalworth been doing because they've been basically doing that stuff all season long so the major thing for me is when they brought teron uh walker in here now I remember teron was here before he entered the nfl with the Saints back in 2012 as an undrafted free agent you know that was his path. Three seasons he played with the Saints. He had about three and a half sacks with twenty-eight tackles. But he was a hell spawn in that middle. If y'all remember Tyrone Walker here in his first stint. After that, he left the Detroit. He spent a couple years there. He played with the Rams, totaling twenty-two tackles and one sack and four ta- uh, four pass defense that year. The interesting stat about this, the interesting point about that, is the fact that he was with the Rams last year. You know, Sean Payton has them in the building picking up certain tendencies of that. That's a little technique that coaches do right before they play a stiff opponent. They'll sign a guy that was on a team, bring a man and pick his mind, pick his mind and see what little nuances they can use to expose the Rams defense, you know, and Walker is a guy that can come in and really help. He's a veteran guy, very strong at the point of attack, very Solid player. He's 28 years old. He signed with the Bills last off season. We was cutting training camp, and he was on the street for a long time. The Saints say, you know what? Let's reach back and grab him now that we have to shelve Sheldon Rankins and put him on the on the injury list because of this, this attendance tear, this Achilles tendon tear. So I hate to see Sheldon Rankins go like that, but Tyron Walker is a, a guy that's been here. Uh, he's a guy that's it is, is should help out. Now, I don't know how much he'll play, but he, I'm, I'm I'm I feel pretty decent with him there in the three on Yamada and Tyler Stallworth, and I'm pretty sure they'll mix and match and probably move guys around to kind of compensate to add more pressure. So the Saints have they have a lot to kind of I don't know I don't ever say replace but kind of fill in for Sheldon Rankins to kind of get through these next couple of games. Real big games, by the way. So, big ups to Sheldon Rankins. And welcome back to Teron Walker. Now, also, other news to make note of is the fact that my man JT Barrett, man, he can't get a break. JT Barrett was cut by the Saints for the 12th. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12th time this man was cut by the Saints. And they were able to bring Paul Turner, a wide receiver. They added him to the team now. Paul Turner is a guy, you know, of course, and the funny part is we put Sammy Cobbs, who we picked up off of Washington, I believe, practice squad, and <laughs> they, they placed Cobbs, he had a knee issue, on the IR, then put JT Barrett back on the practice squad. And, of course, JT Barrett was then released once again for Paul Turner, which is messed up. But JT Barrett, 12th time, man, that's just absolutely crazy. I don't know if I would even pick up a phone from somebody that, that cut me 12 times. I'm going to just be honest with you. I, I would be like, you know what, man, you can keep it moving. You cut me 12 times in the same year. That ain't never happened to me in my entire life. And you cut me 12 times talking about hang on. And I don't know if I would even answer the phone for them people if they call me. But then again, JT Barrett answered the phone a final time. He can be a part of the Saints team, get a Super Bowl ring. So, But anyway, with him being cut, of course – other news was Sammy Cobb was placed on IR with that new, and they moved Garrett Griffin, who's a who who listens to Sports Coma. Big ups to Garrett Griffin, off of the eye uh, of the practice squad to the active roster. Now, what does that mean? Let's kind of peruse this thing into the injury report to say what does that mean. Well, wide receiver Kirk, uh, Keith Kirkwood is dealing with a calf injury. He didn't play, play practice, uh, practice on Wednesday, and he didn't practice. Then Ben Watson was dealing with an illness. He didn't practice either. Now Andrews Pete, Ryan Ramcheck, and Max Unger, which is three of our starting five offensive linemen, were limited. But hands with hand, shoulder, and knee issues, but you know, if Andrews Pete has a broken hand and Ryan Ramchek dealing shoulder injury and Max Unger dealing with a knee, you best believe those guys are gonna play. They wouldn't miss this for the world. So that's the Saints injury uh, list. And Benjamin Watson to me, man. You know, Hopefully it is not too bad for them to activate Garrett Griffin. So very interesting. But the Rams have no injuries. That means they're totally ready to go. They're totally ready to go. They had no reportable injuries as far as this uh, injury report is concerned. So that's the injury report coming into this thing. So a few moves the Saints made to kind of help the team going forward in a few days, getting ready for this NFC Championship game in the Superdome. Once again, before I just unfurl some of these interviews. Sports.com: A question of this: Will the Saints have enough to stop Gurley and CJ Anderson without All-Pro defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins? That's the question. Peoples, answer the question: Do they have enough? Of course, I told you they got Teron Walker. Uh, there's Taylor Stalworth There, there's Daniel Yamada. There, is that enough to kind of stop CJ Anderson and Ty Gurley, who's a pretty potent punch? same similar running styles it's like being hit with two body blows from ernie shavers or uh or rocky marciano or some heavy hitter with heavy hands boxing you just hitting you with cylinder blocks you know kenneth sanks deal with that in the middle without all pro defensive tackle sheldon rankings. now before we get into the rest of our topics like the mess story and all that let's hear what coach sean payton has to say and his this is in a little bit i'm gonna play a little bit of this extended interview right here because coach payton has hey, he has a lot to say but let's listen to what the coach has to say about the upcoming matchup against the rams here's coach payton Sean,
3: how is
0: uh, Sheldon doing? Because, you know, obviously he's injury. doing good yeah uh you know of course he's disappointed um and uh you know he'll have the surgery uh it'll be a you know, fairly lengthy rehab but uh you know, it's something that he'll be able to fully recover from. So I think, other than that, you know, just the frustration of getting it this far and and, and then, you know, being out.
3: What are the challenges of replacing a guy like that?
0: Well, I said yesterday, I, I feel like he's at his best year here. And so, um, you know, the other players have to step up. Uh, you know, he was, a, you know, an active part of our front, and um, you, know, you go from there.
4: Coach, your team has done a really good job stopping the run this year. What does this challenge rank in terms of teams? Well,
0: look, it's, it's I think, one of the top running teams in the league, certainly the, the top running back. And, uh, you know, C.J., obviously, since he's been there, has done a great job. So they're well coached, very, very disciplined with what they do. And, uh, you know, Sean and those guys on offense, uh, it's pretty consistent. You know, and so – you know, it's one in the line of scrimmage. It, it's being in the right gap and, you know, understanding the fits. How are you feeling about the health and depth on your offensive line right now? Good, good. Uh, I think everyone was full today. John, you've been uh, here a long time, obviously. Um, I wonder, when did New Orleans start to feel like home for you, and, and why? Why do you think you kind of clicked with the city so well? Well, the first reason you click with the city is you win. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, I make mean, it could feel like home. I could love it here. And if you're not winning, then somehow you're not clicking with the city. So, um, I, that's a good question. I, you know, probably after three years, four years, I mean, look, when we came in 06, it was right after Katrina. And so there weren't a lot of cars coming in. You know, there were a lot of cars leaving and putting the staff together, putting the team together. Um, you know, at that time, maybe there was three hotels open. Uh, the airport was desolate. It, it, so it was, at that time, it wasn't a real good um, comparison to where we're at now relative to the recovery. But, you know, we, were, we weren't we were really winning any jump balls when it came to signing players. And, you know, I always remember that 06 team and the 06 staff, most... Most everyone came with a promotion. You know, in other words I got a chance to be a head coach and Gary Gibbs got a chance to be a coordinator and Pete Carmichael got a chance to coach quarterbacks. I mean, right down the line. Uh, and you know with the players it was a lot like that. You know. We signed Scott Vegeta and, and it was like we have a little celebration in the office with party hats and then on to the next free agent. So um, lots changed, but uh, somewhere in that time, it's hard to pinpoint the exact you know year.
4: Coach, that first quarter against the Eagles, do you think that was rust? Do you think that's something you put behind you that now you're moving forward? Had to get something out of your system? Or, no. Or listen,
0: I think it's it's football, and you know we didn't execute as well as we have, we would have liked, and and yet, um, fortunately, we were able to um, you know get it going. So. Um, where you work on the specifics, you work on the, the details. and You also credit for it, also, you know, there's two teams that are trying to go out and execute plenty. you really big about the Perfect! Perfect!
1: That's Coach Pate, man, breaking down the game. Talking about the <laughs> days of Katrina, man. That's a. Uh, our good days there man I, but we made it through though but anyway about to go into our break when we come back we're going to finish up on a topic we've got a lengthy barrage of interviews from DeMario Dace, Davis, Drew Brees has a chime in with his thoughts, Marshawn Lattimore Elvin Kamara got replies from the previous question of course the question of the day this time is will the Saints have enough to stop Gurley and CJ Anderson without all pro defensive tackle Sheldon Rankers, y'all chime in on that We'll finish our breakdown and discussion and interviews on the other side of the break on the Saints versus the Rams NFC Championship game special. Stick with us.
2: saints and pelicans fan so the only podcast i can get my fix is the sports coma with big q the guys intense funny and they always keep it real
0: check out the sports coma with big q and the guys
1: embrace pet insurance is more than just pet insurance embrace pet insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needed the most with personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinary professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals. Their values is what makes them embrace. So, when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet's best interests at heart. Get top rated and reviewed coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet, total protection, pet insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments. Get the top rated and reviewed coverage for your pet today. Go to embracepetinsurance.com. That's embracepetinsurance.com. Check the link in the description section below.
2: Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring King's Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Sports
4: fans are gearing up and saving big at fanatics.com the world's largest collection of officially
0: licensed fan gear from all the leagues teams and players you love unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by fanatics and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home join fanatics rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase shop now and for a limited time get 20 percent off all orders fanatics.com officially licensed everything hit the link below
1: and rep the black and gold today who that? Follow the Sports Coma on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. we' listening to the Sports Coma, the Big Q and the Guys on the P-R-O-B Network. Welcome back to the Sports Coma, the Big Q and the Guys. We had a couple of the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Downs when asked about who she preferred to play in Atlanta of course Super Bowl Super Bowl is going to be Atlanta this year and uh in the new Georgia Dome I guess you could call it Mercedes-Benz stadium, stadium she said just anybody other than the Saints quote unquote <laughs> quote I know there's going to be a bounty on my head for saying that but if it can't be the Falcons then hey as long as it's not the Saints then I'm happy of course that's what Keisha Lance Bottoms said about it. You know, it was all said in a good name of fun because, of course, you know she's a Falcons fan. How you know how is she supposed to feel? You know how is she supposed to? What is she, you? What is you expecting a Falcons fan to say? Seriously, you know. Uh, but on the other side, big ups to New Orleans Councilman Jay uh, Banks. Jay Banks he chimed in and shot back a, back a zinger at her, saying, "Guess what?" The mayors just saw Because the Falcons blew a 25 point lead loss lost to the New England Patriots In the 2017 Super Bowl He said also quote I'm sorry she feels that way We will welcome them here end quote Quote at the end of the day They shouldn't be mad at us That they suck You know what Jay Banks Councilman from the New Orleans City Councilman Jay Banks Big ups to you Big, big sports coma Shout out to Jay Banks what a way to protect your hometown team against from insults from a rival city's politician, especially the mayor, you know, anybody but the Saints. But big ups to Jay Banks as he fired a clear, clear cut shot at him. And you know what, uh, Councilman, once we get to the, uh, Atlanta, we wipe up the Rams and uh, uh, get to the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be lovely to get a the second Super Bowl ring in the city of Atlanta, in the hated rival city? That would be absolutely awesome in my in my book that they couldn't get a Super Bowl in their own city when we went and took it from them. That's pretty good. I actually like that big time. But anyway, uh, big ups to Jay Banks. Uh Jay. Uh, uh, but anyway, moving on to our next topic. Of course, you heard Sean Payton in the previous break. He was talking about uh, what they dealing with. Against this Rams club. Now, to be quite honest with you, the Rams are no joke, man. This is a tough team. We know that. They're totally healthy. Last time they didn't have Quib Talib. Now he's back. He had a concussion last game. He's not on the injury report, which means he's going to play Marcus Peters. We had a little japper back and forth with for Sean Payton, said some stuff. He's he making little comments about Gumbo and all this foolishness. But listen, isn't this the same crap that happened with the Philadelphia Eagles? What else is the team going to tell you that you beat? That you handled in the dome, not hand manhandle like we did the Eagles, of course. But we beat this team. There's no need to brag or talk crap to a team that you beat in your own building. You got them in your building again. Now, you, of course, you heard what Coach Payton said about when the reporter asked him about was this team rusty. And he said he would. He said, I'm merely saying this. I know rust when I see one. I I see a rusty ass team when I see it. And that's what it was. The Saints was a rusty ass team for the first quarter and half, two quarters why because they didn't play together as a complete unit for two weeks so of course this team was going to, over two weeks actually think about it because drew didn't play uh didn't throw a ball in a competitive and competitive environment since that pittsburgh game actually against the carolina game wasn't it wasn't the carolina game uh, let's see carolina Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah there you go so at the end of the day the way i see it is after the the matchup against pittsburgh the Saints played and beat Cam the the week before that. Then Pittsburgh matchup, and then of course Cam didn't play in the final season, the final matchup. So Drew Brees didn't play from that final regular season game, and many of some of the offense f- since that last regular season game until when they played the Eagles last week. That was rust you seen. I'm not, and you said, well, Q, what do you think's going to happen? You're going to see that same rust-ass team again. You're not going to see that team, that rust-ass team again. Because remember, toward the second half of the game, the Saints became who they were. And they, you know, they needed to be woke up. Taysom Hill jumped in there and made some stuff happen. So at the end of the day, I don't think you're going to see a rust-ass team like we've seen uh, in the first half of the Eagles game, ultimately turn it on and get where they belong. This time around, this team is going to be laser sharp. And I dare say, you're going to see one of the most complete performances by the Saints as a team against this St. Uh, this Los Angeles Rams club, only to be surpassed by the performance against the New England Patriots. I'm calling it in the Super Bowl. So, how <laughs> you love that But anyway, let's hear what Drew Brees has to say about the upcoming NFC Championship game with those St. Louis with the St. Louis Rams, Los Angeles Rams. Here you go. Game.
3: time differential give you a different appreciation for it or
1: have you always had the, the same appreciation for how hard it is to get to this point?
4: I think I've always had that appreciation. Um, listen, i had the chance to be a part of some great teams here and a lot of playoff games, um, but yeah, what, uh, three, three NFC Championship games in, you know, 13 years, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard game to get to, that's for sure, and, and so we we won't take that for granted.
2: When you look at their defense, how are they different with Akeem Talib in there than maybe the first time you saw him? Yeah,
4: listen, he's uh he, he's one of the captains for their defense. Um, he's a veteran player, so there's a presence there. there there's a level of leadership. Um, obviously, he's a very productive player. Um, you know, they got two two elite corners, um, and you know you saw them, you know make those moves in the offseason, and, and, and so you knew the intent of that. And, um, yeah, he's uh, he's a difference maker.
2: Speaking of that, Marcus Peters wasn't happy about some of the things that Sean said after the first game. Have you followed any of that? You have any? I'm guessing you saw it, right?
4: I think I saw one thing, but I, I really haven't followed it. No. You tried you your to best
2: to th- avoid it? <laughs> I guess.
1: Did you, you get into this different? game? Is that something that? the younger players already understand, or is it something you have to kind of explain, hey guys, it's not that easy to get here, you can't expect to be here
4: I think that's been well communicated, um, really as we've journeyed through the season here, and, and as we've hit every benchmark and, and made it to each level that we aspire to get to. Um, you know, Don't take it for granted, appreciate it, it takes a lot of hard work to get here. Um, we are still a young team in a lot of areas, but we also
5: have a lot of great veteran leadership, and I think those guys. All what the Rams were
4: doing and um, the success that they were having, um, they're a phenomenal team, and uh, they had a great season. Um, yeah, obviously, we played them, you know, mid-season, and it was a hard-fought game on, on both sides of the ball. Um, but I think we had a feeling then that, obviously, we aspired to be in this situation, and I think we all had a feeling that they were going to be the team that, that we might face again.
2: Let's face it, most people aren't making massive turkey feasts on the regular, and after 364 days of not thinking about it, it can be hard to get that bird just right. That's where Instacart, the holiday rescue app, comes in. From getting all the ingredients to prep a full seasonal spread to getting last-minute swamps in a turkey emergency, Instacart has everything a holiday host needs to save face and save dinner. And right now, if you download Instacart, you get free delivery on your first three orders and delivery in as fast as one hour. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So here we are.
1: As Drew Brees chiming in on his stuts on the NFC Championship game. Coming up with the St. Louis Rams, man. I'm so old school with that, man. I mean the Los Angeles Rams. Due respect to them. Uh, but going back to the matchup against the Rams on November the, what was it, the November the 4th matchup? The Saints spanked them 45 to 35. You have November the 4th in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Let's go over some of the statistics from that game. Saints had 31 first downs versus 23 in that matchup. No sacks from nobody. Total yards, Saints were 487 versus 483. Just an inspired game. Saints only two penalties in that game for 20 yards. They they converted 7 of 12, which was a major component in winning the game and held the ball for 33 minutes and 41 seconds against the Rams. Now, during that game, he was as perfect as you can get. 25 of 36, one of his better performances of the season. 346 yards, four touchdowns, and like I said, he wasn't sacked. Came away with a QB rating of 137.0 in the matchup. Elvin Kamara was the top running back, 19 carries for 82 yards. He had two touchdowns, uh rushing and one receiving. He had four catches for 34 yards in the matchup. It was just one of those great games. Of course, Michael Thomas, he finished with 12 catches for 211 yards and a touchdown in the game. Ben Watson had three catches for 62 yards and a touchdown. Quan had a very, yeah he had a decent game, two catches for 23 yards and a score in the game as well. So the Saints offensive-wise were clicking the defense at first, had a little difficulty eventually get going, but they ultimately got going. Demario Davis led the day. He had 17, uh seven excuse me, total tackles in uh in that matchup. And like I said, no sacks were recorded for them. But you look at what the Rams did. Jared Goff 28 of 40 for 391. He had three touchdowns and one interception in that game as well. And the Saints held tie Gurley thirteen carries to uh, thirteen carries for 68 yards. He had one rushing touchdown. And, of course, at the time, you know, C.J. Anderson was recently added to the upcoming uh, matchup last week against uh, whoever they played, the, the, the Cowboys, whatever. And what they did as a pair, because Gurley, of course, Gurley was still kind of banged up. But C.J. Anderson took a lot of that pain off of him and they are good, heavy duo. Kenneth Saints? Interior without Sheldon deal with them is the sports coma question of the day. Of course, feel free to answer that. Let's move into more interviews. Here's Marshawn Lattimore, who is with two interceptions last week. and the second interception that sealed the deal against the Eagles, here is Marshawn Lattimore talking about this upcoming matchup. Marshawn, what what sense
3: are you getting in the locker room? Has it changed any during any week this season? Is it, is it different now? As far as what, uh, just the move. You, know, you got same loose.
5: I mean, we've been the same all year, so no, nah, no change. What's the
2: challenges that the Rams present to you guys?
5: Just get uh, the tempo. It's the biggest thing they do, just the tempo. And once we, we get in, and we got to get lined up real quick because that's what they do. They get lined up and running. They play real quick. We got to um, be good with that, and if we're good with that, I feel like you know we're going to do good.
6: How does Todd Gurley's presence and the things they do with him make your job harder? I know you don't necessarily cover him that much, but how does he make it harder
4: to defend the pass when when they use him in a variety of ways?
5: I, mean, I don't think it makes it much harder, to be honest. We, you know, we're number one or two with a rushing defense. Uh, you know, we just got to hold up in the back end. It don't make it really harder um, as far as, like, covering. But like nah, it's, it's not a big. It's not. I wanna say it's not a big deal, but you no, know, it don't. It don't make much of a difference. We still have to cover our our, our guys. So,
0: nah.
5: I mean, Cooks fast. And, um, Woods, you know, he he do everything for them. He play the slide. He played, you know, the X to Z. He played a lot of positions and. You know, he can get in and out of his brace. You know, he's a good receiver, and Cooks, you know, take the top off the defense, so, I and
1: mean, that's really, you know, what them two do. Oh, Sean Lattimore's thoughts on the Rams coming up, and, of course, he had a very difficult matchup. He'll be facing a top weapon, which is, dun-dun-dun-dun, former Saint, former Patriot, <laughs> Brandon Cooks, who finally found a home in the Los Angeles area, so, He'll be matched up on that guy. So, y'all watch out for that one. Very, very difficult matchup. Let's go to another mainstay on the Saints defense. Uh, in my opinion, all pro linebacker should be DeMario Davis. He breaks down his thoughts on the upcoming matchup. Here's Mr. Davis. Up
3: How y'all doing? Oh, that's new right there. sort of. Uh... Strength on strength, you know, their run
5: offense against your run defense?
3: Uh, It's football. Um, They're a well-coached team. Um, Got some very good guys on their offense, great offensive line. Um, Two really good running backs, probably um, one of the, if not the best, running back in the league. Um, Great play play uh, caller, great quarterback. You know, it's going to be a tough challenge for us.
2: What do you think about all of this, just all of the attention, all the media you're going to be doing? I mean, with all that
3: it's part of it you know at the end of the day the game is played inside the lines you know it's not it's not it's not played right here you know but it's part of it you know And so I don't have a problem with it but the game is played inside the lines. that's what I enjoy Damar you mentioned the two running backs Gurley and and CJ Anderson there how do they complement each other and what are some of the challenges you see from the middle linebacker position to keep your eyes on those guys I think when you got two dynamic running backs, um, you know, you, you don't have to worry about when you're going to call runs. You know, they can call runs all game, and they ain't got to worry about somebody, you know, wearing down. You know, if they're having success, they could, they could call, you know, 50, 60 runs in a game, you know. and So uh, it's our job to stop it. Um, but they're, 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 they're tough, and they can pro, um, pose some matchup problems for defenses, and so we've got to be locked in from the emotions of this defense when you guys lost Sheldon Rankins? Uh, he's a phenomenal player for us. Uh, he's had, had a career year. Uh, been very stout in the run game. Been very stout in getting out to the quarterback. Uh, he created a lot of mismatches you know, on the offensive line. And it was somebody that, that had to be accounted for. But, you know, definitely be missed, but it's the next man up league. That's just the nature of the business that we're in.
1: That's the Mario Davis man Talk about the nature of the business that we're in Next man up Let's keep this thing going Let's keep the party going And we're going to party Leave a little harder Because the Mario's there in his honor Because of uh, the fall like that After a stellar season This guy had broke out the out the bag man you know, he was doing terrific things from the defensive tackle position is because his awakening in the interior of the line, why they the toughest defense to run on in pro football. That still stands very evident. But let's go to the special teams. Ace now. Yeah, we talked about the special team, Will Lutz, Thomas Morstead and how they've been playing. But one of the best people in terms of the additions to the special teams that push our with special teams over the top was Taysom Hill. Remember what happened in the Philadelphia Eagles game where we were just like blah. The, the offense was super rusty. Taysom Hill comes out. Everybody in the stadium knew it was a fake punt. Even the Eagles knew. And what Taysom did not only got the, the one yard, but he got two or three two more yards on top of it. Taysom Hill has just been terrific. Remember, he threw a touchdown in that game that was nullified by a penalty by Andrews Pete, which was a pretty nice little throw over the top. To Elvin Kamara at the end, it didn't count, but you could see what the Saints are trying to do. So he's been a great addition, and he is a weapon that teams have to game plan for Taysom Hill. So let's listen to what he had to say about the upcoming matchup did against the, did you play the role
0: right Before you played quarterback, did you know you were going to do those two plays back to back No,
1: I had no idea. I,
6: I had no idea. I was just as surprised as you guys were when. You know, I think Drew got the call, and he kind of looked at me like, ah, you know, I, I hope you're ready for this. And um, you know, I kind of had the same thought initially, but it all worked out.
0: Could you could you play the role you're in now as the primary back? Do, do you have to have Teddy here to be able to get to all the meetings and do all the stuff, or could you? Could you I mean, it?
6: I, I, it would be a lot. Um, I I would welcome it, you know, I I would love to do it, Um, but I think that there's a a comfort level, you know, from a coaching staff standpoint of, you know, he's on five of the six special teams, and I don't know how many snaps I've been playing offensively uh, on a regular basis, but, um, you know, it's increasing.
0: And Sean talked earlier about... How you all use tempo on offense mm-hmm. to kind of blitz the defense yep. with all your personnel?
1: Yep.
0: Can you just talk about that. How, how most people don't think tempo and offense, and how you all do that. Yeah.
6: I mean, look, I, I don't. I, I think that's probably you know, a better question for a defense to answer. Um, but it, it's got to be a challenge, you know, and. and you know, I, I would imagine that the defense would have to take a significant amount of time of how they're going to view each player. You know, each tight end. Are we going to play base? Are we going to play sub to this? And you know, I think you throw me into it. It just adds another wrinkle in what they have to prepare for. And. Um, I think that's difficult when you get the personnel, and then we break formation, or we break the huddle, and we get our formation, and they, they have different checks. And um, I can't imagine, you know, it's and they're doing it in a, frenetic, in a, in a crazy short amount, amount of time.
1: That's yeah. Yeah, Taysom Hill with his thoughts on the upcoming matchup against the Rams and the fact that Sean Payton is creating wrinkles. Remember, we had a crappy special teams coach McMahon who. I think McMahon went on to the LSU Tigers to be their special teams coordinator as well. He's doing a good job there. Not so much when he was here. And, of course, the acquisition of a new special teams coach and, of course, Mike Westhoff coming over with his experience of multiple years and and the imagination of the special teams and Sean Payton and all these terrific guys to be able to come up with with, with all these terrific things That they're doing to kind of help uh, move the special teams in a way we already solved the kicker situation. What what I should what I believe Will Lutch is all pro kicker. He had a terrific year this year. Thomas More said it's a hall of Famer first ballot, in my opinion. And of course, Taysom Hill gives a weapon to not only the offense, but the special teams as well that you have to prepare for. I mean, he averaging and it was a crazy stat where he's averaging almost, what, four or 4.7 yards a play that he's in. Almost half a first, almost five yards every time that he's involved in a play. That's absolutely astounding for, for a guy like Taysom Hill, who's basically a utility player. Absolutely excellent what kind of situation the Saints have. And if you're a great coach, you have to really, I mean, the Saints just have to keep you up at night, especially with the defense now here the offense starting to get back up on that championship level because they all waking up to what they're playing for the big dance and of course the special teams is here now with Lutz and Morestead and Taysom Hill got to keep you up at night if you are a rival coach I must say anyway let's get to <laughs> you talking about those guys Mike Thomas Drew Brees and probably one of the baddest men out there Along with those guys, Zelvin Kamara, that's what he had to say about the upcoming matchup against the Los Angeles Rams. Here we go.
0: Everybody good to go? Mm-hmm. Coach talked about the sense of urgency this week, both in walkthroughs and in practice. How would you describe sort of the mood and the approach to Sunday?
7: Uh, I mean, you know, I think it's, it's another step in what we talked about at the beginning of the season, you know, wanting to be champions. champion. So it's in our hands. So the sense of urgency is definitely, you know, something you feel um, this week. Um we got a chance to be um, NFC champions and then a chance to go on and be Super Bowl champions. So, you know, everybody knows what's at stake. Um, so we're preparing like, you know, like this is our last 60 minutes of football. we got to earn another 60.
0: He talked about that taste in the mouth that was left over from last year in Minneapolis. How much does that drive you guys? And just, um, and, you know, everybody. he talks about he does not he even says that he spends so much time up here because he doesn't want to look back and say I, I didn't do this or I didn't do that.
7: And yeah, that's so- one thing I will say about Sean. I feel like he he prepared he he preparing like on top of pre- preparation, on top of preparation. Like, and I mean, it's it's comforting, you know, to know that you got a coach that cares so much. Like, he, you know, he he does everything he can to put us in the best position to to be successful, and that trickles down throughout the whole staff. You know, personally for me, from from my running back coach, I mean. He makes sure he puts us in the best position, me, Mark, Zach, uh, all of us, Dwayne, to be in the best position to be successful. So. I
3: Alvin, mean, how much does it help to have seen these guys already? Same thing with Philadelphia last week, but how much does it help to have already seen
7: them? It helps because, you know, you can go back to that. You can pull that, that film back up from that last game and, you know, well, oh, this worked or, you know, this didn't work so well or, you know, we could have done this. So that's kind of what we, we've done this week. Um, you know, we got to feel like we have a good plan for them and, um, you know just fine-tune a little bit a little a couple more things and we'll be ready to play
3: when you look at them now how much different are they with to at the corner uh
7: he's a great player um you know he's, he's been good everywhere he's been and he's been good for a long time um so you know there's consistency there with having him back and you know i think they have a sense of comfort with him back um you know and they you know they've been playing well they've been covering well you know they their front four is disruptive uh, their linebackers uh, play well they um I mean they got they got a good defense they wouldn't be here if they if they didn't so you know we got to we got to execute. Sean mentioned when you get to this point in the postseason it's kind of like a, a drug it's kind of intoxicating. Yeah. Do, you,
6: do you feel that sense? Like yeah. On the field? Yeah
7: I mean I've been in two years and I've been to play out I've been in the league two years and I've been to play two years and you know last year last week would have been we would have been you know eliminated um so you know being able to make it past it fast forward a year and being able to make it past that point now I'm like next like I need I need you know I need that next pick so um you know I'm looking forward to Sunday. Did you get a chance to watch much of the the game last week and
6: did it surprise you probably not girly, but just the way Anderson was able to run the ball and kind of hop into that offense and not really skip a beat.
7: Uh I don't think it's not surprising I used to watch him when he was in Denver so um you know just you know knowing the success he had there um I mean you know, he's a good running back. It's hard to be a good a good in this league, and it's hard to—I mean, it's hard to be good in any profession. But I think, you know, when 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 you're a true professional, I think it, it translates from from place to place. So, what he's been able to do, I'm not really surprised. How
3: would I think you mentioned
1: last Kamara talking about the upcoming matchup against the Rams? You heard a few really important things that he laid out there. The fact that Saints are facing a single game elimination we look at the playoffs, but that that's imperative. You have two really excellent ball clubs matching up against each other. You got the, the Rams coming into this thing with the Saints. And it's their 13 and three, 16, six and two away versus the Saints, 13 and two, six, six and two at home. I mean, no matter how you slice it, this is going to be a big one. But, you know, looking at the Rams on this side, they have been kind of issues with the weather. The weather don't want to work with them. It's been pouring out there and they had to are trying to practice on grass. Uh, they having difficulties doing that. So they had to play, make, play practice in the makeshift hangar and all this kind of stuff. So. <laughs> they intended they intended on working. They really did intend on working on you know doing a uh the, the practice uh indoors outdoors on the grass but it just didn't work out for him uh because of the rain <laughs> and then he might have to practice on the makeshift tent or practice in an airplane playing hanger on asphalt i don't know how that's gonna work but we'll see
6: with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
4: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But a little extra caveat dealing with the Rams before we move away from them is the fact that Robert Woods, who's the do-it-all wide receiver for the Rams, said when asked about the Superdome noise, he said, quote, the crowd shouldn't have an impact and it won't have an impact, end quote. So I say to all the black and gold diehards out there, Robert Woods say that you won't have an impact on this game. And everybody that's going to be in the Dome need to make Robert Woods aware of the fact that we're going to cause problems. We're going to cause some problems for you, Mr. Uh, Woods. We're going to cause problems in a major capacity for you, sir. And uh, (laughs) it's going to be lovely, man. I just can't wait. Anyway, coming into the matchup, some I guess you. Really don't want, I don't need to mention season statistics uh, to the, to that end. They knocked off the uh, the Cowboys 30-22. Currently riding a three-game winning streak. Saints coming into this thing, knocking off Philly and feeling really good, by the way. So moving forward, it's going to be an excellent game. It's going to be a great game. But at the end of the day, we know what's going to happen in this thing. And the Saints are ultimately going to be one of the teams. that's walk away. This is our year. And we're going to make it to the bowl. That's what we, That's what it's all about. Remember that disaster that happened last week, uh, last year, against the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Miracle, in a divisional round? Man, we not. And then the fact that the Saints were down 14 to nothing to this team and had no momentum until we were able to score 20 unanswered. That's never happened before in any playoff environment for any New Orleans team until last week. They're crossing out and exercising demons as a franchise here right before your very eyes. People, you're seeing the the transformation of a dismal franchise used to be to a perennial powerhouse. That's what the saints are doing right before your very eyes. So I'm very proud to be a witness to this and actually being uh, a documentary of this great transition. Anyway, the sports coma question of the day, will the Saints have enough to stop Gurley and CJ Anderson without all pro defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins? They might not be able to stop him, but most certainly slow him down, correct? Tell me what y'all think about that. Fill me in, let me know what's going on with that as well. Now, before we get out, let's read a couple of comments from the sports coma question of the day, the previous question, which was, who's your thumbs up and thumbs down player? of the previous game, which was the Eagles matchup. DJ Austin chimed. Then what's up DJ? He says, I want to give my thumbs up to Mike Thomas because he ran his nutsack all over the Eagles defense. <laughs> but besides the Marshawn more Lattimore, thumbs up and I have one more and that's Elvin Kamara, my thumbs up thumbs down. I don't know. Big Q. That's a tough one. He says, I work at the game and I was in champion square. Well, I think it's more allowed than that dome. But if I had to pick one, it would be Eli Apple. But for your information, if they play like they did in the first half against the Rams, I don't know. Thanks, DJ, for chiming in, but I appreciate the comments. And you're right. I don't know if they're going to play like that. They can't play like that against the Rams. The Rams have too much firepower and they can run the ball. Eagles couldn't run the ball. They were one dimensional team. They can't play like that against the Rams. And I'm, I'm going to say on the go out on a not on a limb, but I know for certain that the Saints won't play like that. In the NFC Championship game against a powerful offensive foe, both offense and defense, this is the cream of the two cream of the crop teams in the entire NFC, battling for the crown. So I wouldn't say they'll, the Saints wouldn't dare turn in a performance like that after the Minnesota miracle of last year. So, uh, you know, of last season. So keep the faith, DJ. We are gonna get him, brother. John Gordon, what's going on, John? He said, "What's up, Big Q?" My thumbs up goes to Latimo all the way. He changed the momentum of the game. The team before his interception looked inept with no skill. My thumbs down goes to Traquan Smith. His body language during interviews acquired, voiceless. Seems to me that a lack of confidence translates to the field. Colston life was discreet on and off the field, but when it came down to big moments, he was ginormous. How do you want your po' boy? He mastered seam routes in the middle of the defenses after taking big hits, slants, fade routes, and the end zone, etc. Smith needs to step his game up promptly. Who that for life? Appreciate the comment, John. Appreciate you, man. Always intelligent and on point commentary as usual. Listen, man, I'm going to agree with you on that. Remember, how many shows, John, have have. I've talked about Trey Smith all season long. I've been talking about Trey Smith's body language and about the fact that the game appears to be bigger. You see what I'm saying? Than him, you know, it means that it's just not the same with Keith Kirkwood. Now, I keep that's I've said this, that if I'm Trey Smith, I'm looking over my shoulder at Keith Kirkwood. The game don't seem bigger in Kirk, in Keith Kirkwood's mind. His body language is, is totally different. He's out there having fun. He's balling. Traquan Smith looks sli- stiff. He looks uncomfortable. At times he looks scared. I won't say scared because I won't make it seem like the man of scaredy cat or nothing. But to me, a lot of the stuff I've seen by Traquan Smith, it's just he, 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 you're right. He's not translating. His movement is not confident. You know, perhaps that'll change going forward. I so hopes it change because the guy got all the talent in the world. It's just the fact that he just looks uncomfortable. Looks like the game's just in his mind, in his eyes. is just it's too big for him. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't just gotten to that little comfortable area like uh, like I see what Kirkwood has done. So maybe in time he'll end up doing. Thanks for the comment, John. Carter Smith says, "Who that will not be denied." Uh, big ups to you, Carter Smith. We will not be denied. We're going to kunk these Rams in the head and keep it moving, buddy. Appreciate the comment. Soldier for God 77 seven, chiming in. What's going on, friend? He says, Michael Thomas, thumbs up. Marshawn Lattimore, thumbs up. Coach Peyton Sean, uh, uh thumbs up. Our kicker, thumbs down. He got about 12 thumbs down. On Don't be too hard on him there, Soldier for God 77. I think he went two for three in that game. You know what I'm saying? He could have really put it away, but that was a really long field goal i'm not making no excuses but all season long will lutz has been showing up for us just be happy you don't have the kicker from chicago or some of these other kickers that have lost games like the one the kicker that the browns had which you know cost them that game with us you know i just feel appreciated appreciative for the fact that we did do have a kicker like will lutz so thanks for the comment buddy k slim 17 who that big q love the pot cast bruh always on point thank you k slim 17 brother thank you for listening thank you for your support my man share the show hit the notification bro let other uh saints family know about the show as well thank you for the support my man appreciate you sean's and then our final final comment is from sean c say sup fellas thumbs up Marshawn. taysom hill defense thumbs down Andres pete he had his hands full but he's He's the weak link on the line. I'm editing a reaction video myself. Saints know how to shorten lives along with the food. Flying home today for a couple days. Who that? Who that to you, Sean? Be safe on your travels, my friend. And about Andrews, bro. You know, I ain't going to say he's the wink link, bro. But it's hard. You have two all pros on the end. Taron Armstead and Ryan Ramsek over there. Then you have Max Unger who is going to be a Hall of Famer one day. Larry Warford, who's just stout, who's just really developed. At one time, Larry Warford was actually more of a run a guard than he was a balance guard or a pass blocking guard. But his game has come alive since he's been here. And Andrews Pete is right on the cusp of being a all-pro guard in my book. You know, he should have been one this year. And I'm going to give him a little slack on this one here, Sean, because of the fact that he has a broken hand. And he's playing with a broken hand. Some chumps wouldn't even play with that broken hand. They'll go sit down somewhere. So I got to give Andrus a little credit for that, my friend. But appreciate the comments. And that's going to do it for our comments for all of the great sports coma family thank y'all for y'all comments if y'all didn't get a chance to comment comment on this next sports coma question of the day which is will the saints have enough to stop Gurley and cj anderson without all pro defensive tackle sheldon rankers will they have enough to stop him I, I i believe so but you tell me what you think you know let me know in the in the comment section below that'll do it for the show thanks for all the great comments thanks for listening and as always if you enjoy the sports coma please feel free to go to our patreon page www.patreon.com slash the pro media network and donate like my man sean sims also you can join our social media family the links for both those in the description section below also you can support our sponsors you need pet insurance. You got a pet. You want to insure. You want to get 95% of your money back that you would spend out of that. Sign up for Embrace Pet Insurance. Look for the link below and other great products and services that will help you save money. But for me and the crew here at Sports Coma, thank you for joining us. And we'll, we'll see you or you'll hear us this Sunday on our live show, Sports Coma Live, at 10 o'clock. Remember, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Every Sunday at 10. For me and the crew here, thank you for joining us.
3: Peace.
0: Sports talk
1: from the sports coma with Big Q and the guy.
2: Thank you for listening to the Pro Media Network, who provides hours and hours of free entertainment to you and yours. If you are benefiting positively from our content, please donate to help us grow our platform by going to www.patreon.com slash the ProMedia Network. That's www.patreon.com slash the ProMedia Network and support the true independent artists. Are you a Pelicans fan? Check out the Pelican postgame report on the PRO Media Network.
1: The Klein's family has been getting people to go nuts for old nuts since 1995. As legends have it, a number of the client's friends who heard the idea said you can go nuts trying to name a store like that. In the excitement, the client thought their friend, said O-Nuts instead of Go-Nuts and proceeded to throw caution to the wind. O-Nuts has over 2,000 items, bulk and wholesale prices of a whole lot of your favorite fruits, nuts, and confessions. A selection of gift baskets for any budget, any occasion, and provides one of the best and impressively rated shopping experiences on the web. Fact is, between their selection service speed, or their online presence in the virtual mirror retail experience. They have developed an enviable client base that's comprised of personal and professional customers who count on their remarkable range of gift baskets. Think of gift baskets. Think about O-Nuts. Check them out. Onuts.com, Check the link in the description section below. Go to newfrog.com for all your electronic gadget needs. Fast becoming number one online seller, cell phone and accessories, consumer electronics, automobiles and motorcycles, home and garden items, 5D diamond painting crafts, electrical and tool supplies, computer and networking supplies, lights and lighting supplies, sports and travel items, toys and hobby supplies, apparel and accessories, mother and kid items, health and beauty items, and much, much more. Newfrog.com has up to 70% off on some products and you can check out their weekly promotions for all the best deals. Remember, when thanking online electronics and gadgets, thank New Frog, newfrog.com. Check the link in the description section below. Tea is your escape. It's your opportunity to create a moment for stillness, for reflection, for yourself. It's your connection to a world of senses, flavors both exotic and familiar, energizing and relaxing. It's your retreat from an increasingly turbulent world. It's the perfect paradox of simplicity and complexity. TeaBox.com connects tea. To people, uniting the richest flavors of the finest teas with the curious, the cultivated, and the adventurous all over the world. The freshest tea you've ever tasted, from crop to cup. There's simply no simpler way to experience the wonderful complexity of tea. Tea box, packing up the freshness. Tea thrives on freshness, and so do they. T-Box Temperature and Humidity Control Facility ensure that tea is maintained. The teas themselves go into oblique bags with aluminum layers that protect them from excess moisture. And like with T-Box, shopping for fresh, loose leaf tea is easy because you make an informed purchase, you know exactly where your tea is coming from. So for the freshest teas in the world, check out tbox.com. That's right, tbox.com. Check the link in the description section below.
2: In today's world, children are bombarded with negativity on television, online, and at school. Our kids need to have a positive outlook on life and the world around them. I want to share with you a valuable resource you can use to bring positivity into your child's life. It's the new book, 101 Powerful Children Affirmations, A Guide to Positive Child self Image, From author and dad, G.J. Barabino. This is a simple, designed to uplift young people's spirits. This positive and powerful children affirmation is chock-full and loaded with wonderful inspirational sayings that will lift your child's self-image to whole new levels through the awesome power of spoken word. 101 Powerful Children A Guide to Positive Child Self-Image From author and dad, G.J. Barabino Available on Amazon Order a copy for yourself, your child's teachers Or anyone you know with children 101 Powerful Children Affirmations A Guide to Positive Child Self-Image Order your copy today Vapor DNA is the absolute premier
1: online vape store, offering an industry-leading selection of e-cigarettes, e-liquids, and accessories. Our friendly and knowledgeable customer service team is always ready to provide the best customer service experience to ensure you find what you're looking for. We guarantee our vaping gear
2: shop products to be 100% genuine and the lowest price. We are so confident in our selection and our customer service. We will offer our customers a 45-day refund policy right a 45-day refund
1: policy we are proud of this
2: offer for three simple reasons quality selection and price and that is the reason you should choose vapor dna for all your vaping needs
3: that's www.vapordna.com again that's www.vapordna.com
2: What's up, sports world? The PRO Media Network is on a mission to reach 10,000 subscribers. So besides our regular programs like the Sports Coma with Big Q and the Guys, the Pelican
4: Post Game Report, Rapid Fire TSC, and others, we will be expanding out and offering other content like movie, anime, and gaming reviews for your entertainment. So if you enjoy our content, please donate at our Patreon page. Also subscribe, comment, and share and help the PRO Media Network reach 10,000 subs. Peace.